1: Alright guys, that's right. If you're hearing this wonderful voice coming at you and we're knee deep in the education semester for mm. all those crazy kids, you're hearing this, you're hearing the Geek Fathers.
0: What's going on?
1: What's up man? This is Scotty P along my, with my sidekick here, my co-host, fellow baldness.
0: Sidekick. <laughs> I mean, take it as you will. It's Brother at arms. Of
1: I, I will right. never call you Robin.
0: Let me put it that way. You know what? You know, there's a new meaning to Robin these days. That is true. We were just talking about that uh, with, you know, speaking of and superheroes uh, as Titans, which I don't think is appropriate for kids. And there's a lot of death in it. It's very Oh, Lord. We got I got him started on DC guys. Oh I'm my sorry. gosh! Well, it's you know the cool thing about it is that it's it is what it is very very dark. I mean, it's extremely dark. Right. But it's done so well, and it deals with you know loss and death and things like that. Um, but the you know the 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 heroes and everybody's played really well. The storylines are really well done. Great acting, yes. Oh, the great acting. Um, which uh, which uh, got me thinking about that. Um, before we get started, there are a few things that are important to mention that are going to be going on, and mm-hmm. we might as well get them out of the way now because I'm excited to talk about them.
1: Well, and as you who you're hearing, of course, currently, as I said, my sidekick, we have Kyle Smash. Yes and very what may lay heavy on this episode definitely the trials and tribulations (laughs) of being a not just a geeky parent but a parent in general uh stuff hits home and as you know as stuff hits home for us we're going to bring it to your attention and hopefully we can meet in the middle and if it helps you hopefully it does if not you can at least relate and it can help somebody else down the road so, um we we got a heavy episode coming in guys. So, thank you very much for joining us on the Geek Fathers this week. Uh well, let, let's just say we're we're I know we're still adjusting to school starting. Where we are about uh, to wrap up week 2. Are you still adjusting? A little bit just because I have to get up a little bit earlier. Yeah. It's it's more me. You know, Logan has been a trooper. He he's going full steam ahead and so is Leland technically with preschool, so that they're, they're they're kicking it. We're we're good. It's just more so of a ooh, I lost about an hour or two of sleep. So
0: yeah, yeah. I, I luckily I adjusted to that pretty. I, I enjoyed being able to get up early and be on a structured time thing. Oh, for I sure. I think it was a little too easy to be not that way during the summer. You know, I mean, I would oh, still yeah. have to get up and be at my desk by eight, you know, so to speak. But uh, right. I could take my time, that sort of thing. Now I'm up at like 5:30, make sure yep. you know the kids get fed, and is awake enough, and exactly, and ready. Oh, the coffee can they flows. find their, find the their shoes? Yeah. yes. Luckily, my kid wakes up uh, even since the first day of school. She's she gets her clothes ready before bed. I don't even have to help her most of the time, and she's ready to go in the morning. Good um, deal. Yeah, she's she's excited.
1: Logan's been doing the same thing um, fortunately with Leland he, he does afternoon for preschool mm-hmm. we've got time with him which is fine because he you know again if you if you know my little ball of energy he's everywhere anyways so getting a little extra time with getting him ready is always a blessing yeah uh, but guys uh, we're back at it we're kicking it strong we're gonna have um, some very interesting talks some stuff that I i'm pretty sure we've said in passing on previous episodes but it always like i said whenever it comes up with us we're bringing it to light for you guys and any relation you have with it is 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 how you deal and how you got to do your thing you know and this is exactly also why we ask for the feedback whenever possible too. let us know what's going on with you if we can help or bring up a certain subject that helps you along by all means we're willing to do it so as long as well as long as it's for the good shall we say
0: well, yeah, we don't we don't want to we don't want to do we anything. don't encourage meth. Well, you yeah, know I mean, <laughs> you don't want to do anything in, in service of like you know pain and misery and like exactly. evil things. We do that to ourselves, and that's why we drink. Well, <laughs> I so that said, speak for yourself. That's I, why I'm not much of a drinker. Yeah, that's true. I've had that's my true. moments, and I, I don't want to have them. No, and, and I'm not even that
1: big of a drinker these days myself. So. Mm. We're golden here, guys, but again, thank you very much for joining us. As you can tell, we're old man tangent, off the rails as it is, because you know how the Geek Fathers do it. The first thing that should be said that really, I think, is going to bring us into this realm is we lost, uh, he'll probably be the biggest name drop that we do for this uh, episode. I didn't do much last episode, we really didn't have any major name dropping, but, uh, is it, is it
0: name dropping or is it only name I, dropping if you if you know the person?
1: I don't know. It just it, it's a familiar
0: term that people will recognize. So like that's I why remember I going it. out of town and like you know I ran into like The Rock. Right, but no big deal. Like nice name drop.
1: Oh yeah, drop. Okay. oh good, yeah for sure, for right. sure. But I figured, like like I said, it's more of a familiar term just so people know who we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we don't know these people personally, and even if we did, I'd still name drop the shit out of them because well, they're kind of personal to us, especially well, yeah. as growing up uh, as nerds or geeks or well, whatever you want to say. I, I say knowing them personal. They're personal for us in our in our minds and our hearts. But to physically shake their hand and give them a big hug every time we see them, mm-hmm. no guarantees on that. They don't know who we are.
0: Well, no, no. So, but I mean, that's what—that's <laughs> why they're famous because they're important to us in some form or fashion. Right. right. For me, I grew up, uh, you know, I grew up with this with this particular comedian, you know, just as I yeah. did, like George Carlin. Watching like those were my those were the exposures I was actually allowed to have uh, in terms of comedy. Exactly, was, was a, lot, a lot of that. And if you don't know who we're talking about at this point, unfortunately,
1: this past week, we lost Norm McDonald, guys. Norm
0: McDonald, oh. Dude,
1: let, let me say, definitely, for some reason, he didn't hit the mainstream like some of his fellow comedians did. But he held his spot strong.
0: No, see, well, yeah. He, he really didn't, if you think. I, mean, I think he did. I, yeah, sure he
1: did. I well, think you he have did dirty work. A- which is his, like one of the only like movies that he did as the the leading star, if you will. Mm-hmm. but he definitely had his place in other movies and shows and for you know all that for sure. All right, here you here a question. Oh
0: shit. Who was his friend in the movie?
1: Oh, what's his face? because um, <laughs> you know I'm shitty with names anyways that's that's the worst part. but what's funny is that a great six degrees of the person you're talking about, I just watched Mystery Men for the first time in so long, and he plays the leader of the Red Eye Gang and Mystery Men.
0: Of the Red Eye Gang. Yes. Is that the same guy? Because that it, it is. His friend in there was uh, uh, Dave Chappelle. And dirty work. Mm-hmm. No. Well, yeah, because he has to steal it, the dog from the from the old lady, or not the I guess the kidnap. The whole point was to kidnap the old. Uh, no, that's lady who not makes- dirty work. That's Dirty Work.
1: No. Ooh. Oh, did Ooh. I fuck up? Yes, you did.
0: I fucked up. You're thinking I? of
1: the wrong movie. Because that one was... Didn't that have, like, Tom Hanks in it, too, or something? What? No. Dude, I don't know. The, I, all right, I, time I'm, to pull up the IMDb. We already fucked this up real bad. Oh, remember? no, no,
0: no. It's not we're, fucked up bad. I mean, this is... <laughs> you know, this is how we grow and how we learn. We okay? educate yourself. If you're not willing to evolve, get the fuck yourself out. Educate yeah.
1: we're We're using the infamous IMDb.com.
0: We, I'm not going to let this one go. Uh, oh no, as we you shouldn't. Oh, uh, you know what? It wasn't dirty work, but he was his friend in another with Norm Macdonald in another movie. Right? He was. He you was were his friend correct with that. It just wasn't dirty work. It just uh, it wasn't. But dirty you, work. But it, but was called, said, it was called. It was called. I didn't. I, I totally forgot the name. I know I've seen it uh, before as a kid. Yeah. Uh, do you know what it's called? I don't remember. I wouldn't have been able to. answer. It's screwed. That's, that's right. I was thinking, right. uh, "Dirty Work" was was something totally different, and that's when he's got the, like the, the the whole play with the dead hookers in the
1: car. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Dirty, um, Dirty work was the where he was the the uh,
0: paid for hire uh, revenge person. Actually, I think the bad guy in Screwed is uh, one of the bad is Danny DeVito. I didn't even realize that. That's.
1: I think that's what I'm thinking of. I don't know why I thought Tom Hanks. Was I love that IMDb, one. huh? Oh yeah, IMDb is is a godsend yes. for what we got to do. Across the board, so our our geek father trivia just got really jacked up there. But you learn something, <laughs> you know. We're we're learning something. I know. Well, it was we'll a great, pu- was pull a great dirty work. Who I, it, was it,
0: it, was it was a great fucking movie. It, it was. It was. Well, see, this is part of being a geek or a nerd is that you you you're willing to deep dive into shit um, because oh, you yeah. care to learn. Exactly. Get, exactly. I mean, I. You know, doesn't matter what anybody has to say. Like, I want to know this shit. Yeah. Now, I'm trying to remember the guy's name, though, at this point. We'll be that sitting this whole work. fucking episode if we didn't, and I would just be uh, going, uh, that's, I that's what I mean. Like, if we don't do it now, my brain is just yes. going to hurt the and whole time. If anybody is still listening because they want to know, like, maybe you're driving, uh, hold on. I'm, yeah, about to yeah. Find please, out.
1: please don't IMDB and drive. Uh, you know, that's not necessary. We'll, we'll do what we can for you.
0: Yeah. I mean, unless you're sitting in the back seat or something. Right, like that. right. That's of fine. course.
1: But you're not driving then, so that's all good. Sam McKenna. Sam McKenna. No, no. Yeah, nope? Sam McKenna was the character's name. Artie Lang. Oh, Artie, Artie Lang. Thank you. I was about to be like, wait a minute, that still sounds familiar, but doesn't no, sound. No. Artie Lang is who who I
0: was thinking of. Yeah. Because you, you specifically said dirty work. And now that I'm looking at it, and this is what nerds do. They go down the fucking rabbit hole. Right. I'm like, what? I've totally forgot. Chris Farley was in it.
1: Yes. Uh the guy who had his nose bitten off by the Vietnam uh, Vietnamese. The VMA, yeah, Vietnamese Yeah. <laughs> um, uh Don Rickles. Oh, a little bit of trivia on Chevy that. Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase, if you Yeah, do, I remember he was the uh, doctor. Chevy Chase was, the doctor, yeah, when was his, the doctor when the dad was in the hospital. When he did a
0: heart transplant or something.
1: For for you, for those of you who also don't know, Dirty Work, the famous line came from Chris Farley of where you probably hear it probably more often than you should now these days. Is the phrase, shut your cake hole, Yoko Ono? Yeah. It was Chris Farley and Dirty Work that sparked that
0: quote. I'm sure it was, but I wonder if it was, uh, that was just completely ad lib, because I know that. Oh, it could have been, for sure. Especially because between him and David Spade. And see, we're going down, you know, we're going to run into Alice soon, we're going down the rabbit hole. And
1: with sticking with Norm McDonald, I mean, you go into SNL, which to me, he was one of the best we can update news anchors. That SNL had in its hi- has had in its history.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I'll tell you. Oh, I was. Um, I was. I was sad to see that. And because and, in contrast to growing up with that, especially you know for me as a kid, it's seeing now that somebody's passed away, and I'm 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 at this age. I'm like, man, I really am at this age. Like shit. Yeah. Like it's no joke. I really, it really has been. You know, twenty years. Yeah, twenty five exactly. years. Fuck. So, long, so well, in comparison, you kind of look at your own, own life, it's a little introspective and go, man. Well, and the part that hurts about this one as well, besides him, I, I think, like, like I was saying,
1: Norm Macdonald was very underrated in comparison to some of his fellow comedians that he worked with a lot. But he had his place, he, he knew his role, mm-hmm. and he still did everything 110%. It wasn't drugs, it wasn't alcohol, it was fucking cancer that got him. And he was such a professional that m- most of the public
0: didn't even know.
1: He, well, yeah, he, he kept it up, under wraps, He kept man. it under
0: wraps, Just like you know, like Chad was. Uh, Chadwick Boseman did, uh, for sure. Yeah, with his, I, I believe, colon cancer. If, I, if I'm, uh, right. yes, for Chadwick, cancer, I believe so. Yeah, uh, that 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 got him. But yeah, it's really, um, you know, it's it's really sad to see that, and it's kind of hard to watch that and go, you know, like man, that that to me, that person was. This big when I was a kid, or watching it, it's like these people were untouchable. Exactly, like, man, died of cancer. Like fuck, you know, life. Right. Life. You, you deal with death every every day like well, that, in and, some and, form or fashion. Somebody that we loved growing up is probably is probably passing away in some form. And the chops that it took to still do what you
1: do, carry on, and know. And, and I, I can only assume this part where you're not making something like this public because that's all. It would come turn into at that point was Norm Macdonald with cancer right yeah that would be the subtitle with everything for the rest of his career and he held back on that i can again can only assume but a high assumption for based on what other actors and professionals have done they're dealing with their own shit. that's their private shit. they don't want to be known for that mm-hmm. they want to be known for their craft for what they do, mm-hmm. their profession. Norm McDonald went out
0: a fucking pro. Yeah, he was. just I mean, he had just started to kind of pop up again. He, he definitely. Yeah, I think he still kind of popped up in like the you know uh, David like David Spade uh, had a show. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know if he still if he still yeah, has it.
1: Again, that's what I mean. He. I, I can't think of a whole lot that he did as a heavy lead outside of. Early to mid '90s. Well, I mean, because he he did a he was um, he had a leading role in a. Of course, I can't remember the title because my brain is stupid right now, but uh, he had a lead role for us a, a sitcom in the '90s. But it only lasted a season.
0: Yeah, Norm. Was, As, was it I Norm? Was, was it that one? I don't know. I'm only guessing because they usually when they when they have
1: shows like that, you know, they like, go with a name. Yeah, yeah. It, it was either that or, or something very similar. He may have even done a couple of sitcoms because I'm also not the best when it comes to TV series. Well, I mean, like, in general, was,
0: but you know, he was he was he did really well in that realm and then on TV. But I think, but I know, and I was I was watching a sort of like a, a documentary on him on, online not long ago um or i say not long ago like probably earlier today where he um you know he but he was a heavy hitter on the on the stand-up circuit scene which is yeah which is really where these guys you know where a lot of these great communities where they get their, their respect yeah. well not even just their start it's what they love yeah and they still do it you know and i think right. that that's we may not be seeing them out on tv or popping up online on some you know tiktok or whatever but they're out there, you know, they're doing yeah. their thing. They're, do, they're they're doing their thing. They're loved. I don't know how long it's been since he did it uh before passing away, but I know that he was definitely a heavy hitter a heavy hitter on that scene.
1: Yeah, I mean, I know he was I know he was still doing it up until at least a few years ago. Yeah. Uh you know, just between, like, you know, you catch the random interview or something that he would be a part of and he will he would talk about it. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, again, the, it may not have always been, like, this big tour or anything, but a lot of them, like, uh, you know, got their start out, out in, at least on the West Coast, who had the comedy store and a few other spots. And then, of course, up in New York, I think he was a California guy, if I'm not mistaken, or at
0: least I'm, I'm sure. that's where he went to. I'm sure. I mean, he, he just had his own I'm, brand of deadpan comedy that, you know... Oh yeah, I mean he was he was
1: known uh, worldwide when it came down to it, by all means. Uh, mm. But I mean, unfortunately, it's this one was kind of out of left field, and unfortunately, it takes something like this too. You know, with the aftermath of it all, is where you do reflect back and go, "On holy shit."
0: Well, how, that guy o- did. how often is it that death's not from the left field? I mean, I, I well, are circumstances where that's obviously, you know, you know someone's going to, to go and they're in that process. You have
1: a time frame, if you will. Well, you,
0: yeah, you have like a yeah. or like, yeah, I guess, uh, to kind of you know focus on i don't know but i know that when it comes out of left field most of the time the ones that impact us the most come out of left field exactly uh you know so much so that uh, that my kid at this age we have actually started to get into uh uh talking about uh death and what what loss means um -hmm. which is a pretty hard important topic that every parent is gonna Mm -hmm. have to do at oh, yeah. some point, um, hopefully, it's not one parent, you know, having to explain about the loss of another parent. Uh, no, that's the last thing we need. Right, but more often than not, you know, grandparent or or uh, you know your favorite your animal, you know, your dog, the your cat, favorite
1: animal. Even if I'll, I'll even keep it in general terms of stuff that happened last year, there were talks that we had we had with Logan to explain mm-hmm. why certain things were going on. Oh yeah. Between um, Black Lives Matter protests, George Floyd, different things like that of, you know, because obviously we're watching something. He Mm -hmm. comes into the room, catches it, and you just can't sit there and say, well, bad stuff is happening. Well, that doesn't help him understand the function of the world. Even at six, seven years old, yeah, we had to dumb some things down, so to say. And I don't mean we had to talk to him like he's dumb. We had to simplify with less details, but it was basically like well, mur- murder happened. Yeah, you know, yeah. someone died, not by you know by their by an illness or by this by another person, and had to explain a form of death that no one should. But if he's going to understand anything, mm-hmm. and again, like we've talked about, kids pick up more than what you think. Yeah. So I'm not going to leave him in the dark about it and just leave him wondering and. That's one the of hard, the, the hard ones to do. The hardest ones are definitely with immediate
0: family, though. Well, what, what did you find most difficult? Because I had, I had the same conversation with my daughter. What did you find most difficult about having to explain it? What was the component of it uh, that, that, you know, obviously you understood, but was hard to convey to them on well, personally? That particular situation was
1: because it was another person killed another person right so you're having explained. explain so the just
0: the the idea of murder
1: yeah exactly that that not everybody is out there is going to be willing to be your friend like you know he has the concept is that that he doesn't have to be friends with everybody but no there still has to be a spark somewhere of not everybody's going to be nice whether they call you a bad name or they hit you or try to
0: do something worse yeah and, uh, and going to that level did because you... It was... Did, yeah. Did you ever have to lose... I mean, did you lose any kind of... I mean, mm-hmm. did it were, did it keep you up trying to figure out how you, you know, you were going to constantly navigate the world or explain the world in On, terms honestly, of that's death? A, or is <laughs> that still an ongoing
1: thing that, That's a, That's ongoing because one of the weirdest things that we've had to do, and it's only weird because as being an adult already understanding conce- the concept of death and things like that, unfortunately... Mm-hmm. Is um, for someone like my father-in-law, who unfortunately we lost even before Jennifer and I got married. But I knew the man for years, near and dear to my heart, even before Jennifer and I were dating. Mm-hmm. Uh, he only got—he was only alive long enough to see one out of six grandchildren that are now around. But like any family member that we love and hold near and dear to our hearts, there are pictures... There are things about him Mm -hmm. that we have around the house The kids ask questions. Well, that's so-and-so. That's that's Grandpa Bill. Pops is what we used to call him. Or most of the, I'll say the kids, like our generation. We called him Pops. Mm -hmm. He's no longer around because he died. Mm -hmm. I mean, and, you know, even Leland kind of, like, has an inkling of, okay, he died. But, obviously, he doesn't comprehend Logan knows it, but I Logan also processes but doesn't let you see you process let, you know, like he'll be processing something, he'd be like, I gotta go play a game now. And he'll go play a video game. But, think you about it. but you see the wheels
0: turn. That's, that's how he gets into thinking mode is
1: Yeah, he he's he, he's I'm the same off. way. Yeah. It's exactly how I function is just like, let me do my thing. I'm thinking about it. It's heavy on my mind, but I got to not distract myself, but I've got to stay occupied with something else as well. Yeah.
0: Well, they you know they do say that if you're trying to focus on something and it's uh, difficult to you know figure out the the problem or or whatever the case is, then you just completely you go to do something like play a video game that that right. not using not focusing on it will trigger the answer. Exactly. That doesn't yeah. happen when you're trying to you know explain death, but you know in in terms of uh, you know healthy development and processing, especially a subject like that. Well, and it's, and until I would say even early teenage years, it's
1: going to be, I don't want to say a constant discussion, but it's definitely going
0: to be a regular discussion for one reason or another. Well, nowadays, um, you know, that's something that, uh, you know, for, I I guarantee like kids, I guess, young enough, like right after 9 11, uh, since that was the anniversary that was recently. The, which, you know, kind of changed our world and changed the world around Very us. Very much man. so, yeah. Um, it was one of those things where I imagine the kids, so I was, I was 18 at the time, so, but if you had, you know, like a you know, five or six-year-old, even a 10-year-old, like to yeah. explain something like that um, would be difficult, mostly because right. you can feel when things like that happen, you, you know, you can almost feel that there's less in the world. There's something, something is less in the world. Like when something that bad happens yeah. and that's the way it feels when you, you lose someone you love. Exactly, it's it's yeah. harder for kids. I think cause uh, with my, my daughter, when my, my dad passed away when I was in my early twenties mm-hmm. and I have pictures of them all over the house right. but I, and I talk about them all the time and she's, yeah. she's 10 now, but you know, she had actually went to school at one time and, and told her, you know, had made a, a statement like, you know, I miss my, you know, I miss my grandpa. Mm-hmm. Um, even And then, you know, somebody made fun of her like, well, you never even met him, you know, and it really upset her. And I think that's just because yeah. I've, I've talked about him so much that, right. uh, you know, I almost made him feel, I almost made him uh, like alive in her mind. Oh, for and, sure. Yeah. Uh, like people that we love, comedians and stuff, for us, they were alive in our mind because they couldn't, we, oh, yeah. we never, even if we met them at cons or something, they were still just alive. And what they did, the impact that they had on us is, is what set in our mind. Absolutely. And that's what made that personal connection. And the same thing happens like that with kids. I've noticed with my daughter, she now, you know, like she, she looks like she loves her grandpa that she never met. You know, like, it means right. that his existence, it means and, something. And the and the boys are
1: the same way, because obviously, like, well, and, I, and I'll say, you know, Jennifer, she loves her mom, don't get me wrong when I say this, but she had a closer relationship with her father. Mm-hmm. So, with his death hit very, very hard, it hit Greg very, very hard, I mean, well, it hit all four of the kids hard, but you know just those certain the the levels of that re, those relationships that i saw firsthand is all that i can speak of mm-hmm. and i mean we're and we're talking about a man who loved his children undisputedly no matter what anyways you know he 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 was that type of parent he he's like you could be cranked out on heroin and doing this or that i'm i'll love you no matter what i'm going to get you the help and do whatever he had to to get you the, you know he he had that level of mentality of just like i may be angry for a hot minute but I'm more concerned about what to do to make it right, right? You know, and, and that that was the level he took, and and I love that man to death as well. I mean, we we had fortunately I was able to know him for like I said for some years before he did uh, die. Yeah. So, uh, and he he had basically given his blessing anyways with me and Jennifer because I, I think we had we had. Just it was like within our first year of dating when he passed away. So like he he knew we were together. It was already getting somewhat serious and stuff. So he he was he was good with
0: it. He was that's totally cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. You that's know. Good. So that's important. I, I uh, you know I've had uh, this, that discussion uh, recently in regards to people who were still alive. Uh, you know, like, like my mom who's, she, you know, last, the last couple of weeks have been really rough weeks and Lorelai has, yeah. you know, or <laughs> she's seen it. Right. And, um, you know, and it's been, and I can see her, you know, trying to process like, well, you know, she's going to be fine. You know, like she's going to be, and I feel that, you know, we got to stay positive because absolutely, you, yeah. you have a positive atmosphere and, and, and the quality of life is good, it helps them become better and healthier. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but for, for you know, for a kid and thinking about their grandmother like that or someone that they love that's close exactly, that they yeah. know, this isn't just a, these aren't memories that you put in their head. Like, these are real tangible people to them who oh, yeah. impact their life every yeah. day. And I know that I've felt that <clears throat> loss in my life. And, you know, the only thing I could explain to her was just that regardless of what happens, what may or may not happen, yeah. the only important thing that you need to do is enjoy the time you have with the people you love now. Truth. If uh, if it's if these are things that you really can't avoid, then spending your time worrying about them or losing sleep over them will not change make, make the, the outcome best of it. Yeah. Just enjoy the time you have with the people you love because yeah. that is going to be what you regret not having the most. Uh, I know. For my father, he died. The last thing I we ever talked about was an argument and I hadn't talked to him in a while and then he died, you know, so yeah. I will always carry that around with me and I will never get to say goodbye or, you right. know, have that. It was just boom, one day, you know, he's gone. So for my, for my child, and as well as you feel the same way for yours, like, yeah. you know, you don't want that to ever be the case, but you can't control things, you know? So and that's the important thing is that the, you have to. You have to find a way to be strong and move forward, always forward. You have yeah. to move forward, no matter what happens. You have to move forward. Very true. It's never worked for out for anybody moving backwards.
1: Absolutely. Um, yeah, and 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 that's why I mean that, that where it won't be an all the time discussion. You know, that's going back to the original thing of it. There's always going to be some discussion about it because. Even if you got to take the high road, no matter how you're feeling, when you're trying to work through this with the children, you've got to, keep, like you said, you know, you've got to keep that more positive attitude. You've got to, you've got to keep moving forward. You've got to
0: show that example yeah. that, well, you know. <laughs> you, you made me, you made me a little because you kept saying the children. Is, the children. And I just kept thinking, like, so I'm dramatic. Oh, no, not the, the children. children. Of course Leave you the would. children alone. Let the children yeah. be. Yeah let the children yeah. go free well i
1: gotta keep it general terms it's just the I way mean, that you said it i know well like i say you Very know s- sound of the when, when, when we get on the heavy oh. topics and I, my brain is already like a little bit mushy because i was up too late last night and you, you know
0: what were we doing last night oh no,
1: i was i went to a, a rock and roll show a rock and roll show that's right that I, is I, I was, so cool I went, I went. You were no square. No, I went to
0: the sock hop, and, and we had malts. Did you? Do, did everybody sync up and do the hand jive? Damn right. All right. No. <laughs> Rock.
1: If hand jive, you mean like there were some silly people doing some slam dancing?
0: Yes. Yes, there was. Ah.
1: So, but no, we. Uh, what the hell is like slam
0: dancing? Do you like just? Sli- Well, I know what a mosh pit is, but they call it slam dancing. Well, maybe, yeah, maybe they still do the Utes. Do people just get body slammed
1: now? They don't even bother (laughs) shoulder checking you. (laughs) What is it? Even though Jim Brewer's a dick, um, one of the best jokes he had was the the progression of slam dancing. How it was gonna like, and he basically gave an example of slam dancing to guns to just someone taking a grenade and throwing it in the middle of the crowd. <laughs> is like that's
0: like the new way right <laughs> you want to talk about the death of something let's talk about the death of a mosh pit and I'll tell you right now I know that mosh pits still occur but the way it, the way it was for us or me personally especially here in Richmond or even other shows that I went to was that yeah you weren't you weren't you weren't doing roundhouses and back kicks the whole time and trying to like elbow people in the face like you were going hard in there but you weren't trying to necessarily hurt other people because you understood that they weren't necessarily trying to hurt you were just trying to get hurt just enough to get all your anger out and if somebody fell you picked them up now. I saw that shit get lost, though, over there, the years.
1: There, and there there has been a loss of that depending on certain groups, certain bands, I want to say, unfortunately, that it's related to. No, last night was the utmost, like, traditional mosh pit. People fell. People got picked back up. No one intentionally went out to hurt anybody mm-hmm. or whatever. Were people doing little crappy oh, round houses and they, stuff? They, there was... There was a variety, and everybody. As that pisses we,
0: me off so bad.
1: Oh hush. Oh, it pisses me off. Uh, but as Hunter and I were discussing, because a Hunter was there as well. But as we as we discussed, it was a great culmination of stuff because there, you still had the, the proper respect there. But what it got a little nutty at one point because what you also had was basically about two
0: years. Of pent up aggression for some of these people. Yeah, I'm genuinely surprised and, that there was an physical mosh pick allowed. I get, I get that everybody well, was most likely vaccinated, had to, uh, but and and we still wore. I mean, I took mine off a couple times
1: because I was having a beer, yeah. but every, um, majority of the people were still masked even during the show. Yeah. So it, it, that, and that's why I say, well, and it, and it was an older band that we saw, It's
0: DRI, which I just, does that mean it was? Are you trying to say it was an older crowd? Fuck yeah, it was. Older crowd trying to mosh pit. It was. I'm going to go out there and do the mosh pit. Besides <laughs> a
1: buddy of mine who was there with his like, 16, 17-year-old son, yeah. we don't think anybody was under the age of 30 at that show. Ooh. Ooh. No joke. That's that sounds- If someone was under 30, they were in their high 20s.
0: mm I don't know. Well, maybe. I am, and they were only I there saw, because somebody... I saw had, more
1: gray hair at that show than a retirement home. Well, I bet
0: you did. So much gray hair at that show. Well, you are already next to to an, to an old fuck. Well, yeah, I mean, duh. I don't know. I got
1: my grays coming in my beard. I know. When I, I've grown my hair out just long enough that I can see a little shiny white in Do you know there. how
0: long it's been since I could <laughs> say that I grew my hair out? I <laughs> it has been... Over uh, a decade. Uh, it's been about 13 years now. 13 fucking years. Yeah, well, Not alright. It's not okay. Anyways, That's the death of something. But, I had to cope with that for a long time. I bet you did.
1: But the, it was great to see, just a little bit of giving us a break on the death talk here for a second. It was great to see, because DRI is an older band. They're like They started back in the 80s and stuff. Still around. Nice dudes, but it was respect. And it sort of gave a breath of fresh air. To a lot of stuff, like, like what you were mentioning, because it, I, I was there during that time, and where, like, people, a lot of people do say it was the death of many scenes and music and stuff to where it was the people, man, where, I mean, like, for a long time, I, I used to love going to shows, and there was a period in my life where I hated it because people were just being dicks. Yeah. For no reason. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, why do I want to do this? Yeah. You know, I'll just go buy the album and listen to it at home if I've got to deal with the assholes. Yeah, it
0: almost, like, killed this subculture. Uh, yeah. You know. And, and it's it's come
1: back because I think a lot of people realize so much of that was stupid. And they've... It's, it's it's funny how things come back around like that. Yeah, I mean, you can talk about that with just about anything. But it, it really is, like shows even even some of the ones before the dark times this past couple years, a lot of the shows were feeling like the way they used to, where it was more of a camaraderie, hmm. solidarity was there. sure, you had the still the occasional asshole. you're always going to have the occasional
0: asshole mm-hmm. but it's one or two. It's right. not half the crowd. well, a lot of that's always up to the band too. It's up to the band to control the crowd like that a lot of the times, yeah, sure. They push them to so, It mean, depends if they on see shit like that too. going on. They can stop it and be like, "Come on, man!"
1: Actually, some of the greatest videos, and then it's not even from bands that I always listen to. Um, see, you've got me on the music, like hardcore you metal. Go on the scene, music track. We'll, well, the old man changed we'll st- it there. We'll get away
0: from we'll get away from death for a little.
1: Well, bit. we'll get away from death for a minute. Uh, but the, you can catch like video, like compilation videos on YouTube and stuff where. Some of these bands they will stop like we're talking about like the big names, like you know big names in metal, punk rock, whatever, but they're stopping a show going either kick that dude out or what what are you doing like you know mm-hmm. they they've they're yelling at the security for like that kid didn't do anything, he's just having a good time, he didn't actually hurt anybody, you know. It's, it, it makes you feel good that some of these bands, even if you don't like their music or whatever, they're at least standing for something on the same, a similar level. Mm-hmm. For something of just a mutual respect somewhere. Yeah. You know, So it does help. And like I said, the, the last couple shows that I saw, it was like that. Even Slayer, one of the biggest pits I've ever been in, period. Much less seen. Mm-hmm. Mad respect to everybody who was in there the last time we saw. Well, I wasn't really in the pit for the last time. It was the second to last time. So it's good. The death of, and that's the whole thing. I mean, well, to bring it back just a little bit more is that death, it, it works in a cycle, man. Because when some, you know, as bad as we may feel on the inside, something is given back when it happens. It it does come around. I mean, and I know that's like kind of new agey to say, but, it, but it's true. The cycle, like I got Lion King in my head now that I said it that way. This I really did. We should never do that again. Uh, we said but, it but it quite lovely. Out. Yeah, thank you, thank you. But it's I don't know. Like if if I've got to relate something that's kind of adorable is something with like Logan. Like we mentioned, pets. Unfortunately, we lose pets just the same way we lose human family mm. as well. Mm-hmm. Logan was just getting old old enough to um, our Chihuahua Lucy. Where he was getting big enough to where he was helping her because she was so old and not able to do a couple things, he would help her. Like he'd pick her up and carry her around and and do stuff. Mm-hmm. And when we lost her, he it, it was like you kind of saw that initial like obviously there is that line between even though we love our pets like family, there is still that line between animal and human, obviously. And you, you saw something click when we had to be like, no, Lucy died. You know, we, we don't have her anywhere. We have her ashes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she's she's not, you know, technically alive here with us. And it really clearly he's like, okay. and he, And he actually kind of helped explain at least the animal part of that to Leland a little bit. Just being like, oh, yeah, that's, you know, Lucy, you know, she died. But she was our dog. And we love her. And blah, blah, blah. You know. So it's. Well, that's good. I mean, yeah, you know,
0: that's that's a good way and it's a good thing he has a older brother to oh yeah to talk to him about it. And I will say that, you know, the most important thing out of all the out of all the the jibber jabber, I'll say that the most important thing uh, when it comes to any parent teaching talking to their kid about this stuff yeah. is to leave them try to leave them um, uh, you know, assuming you had ever learned one was prop was some uh, uh, options for coping with it that are healthy instead of just leaving them with it.
1: Yeah. uh, Someone died. We're all going to die one day and then just walking out of the room. Yeah. Not good. Or somebody
0: (laughs) actually passes away or they lose their dog. Uh, my mom's dog, uh, passed away. What? Six months, seven. No, no, over a year ago. Jeez. Yeah. But when it happened, you know, that is that dog, Lorelei grew up with her. Right. You know, that was, that was her, you know, and, uh, when she passed, like it hit me hard. She saw me cry probably for the first time since she's been alive, like yeah. really cry. And, and then she was, it, it really, you know, clicked with her. It was like, Whoa, she's not coming back. Yeah. Like she's not, you know, and, and I think that that was for her start. So my coping mechanism at first was I, I had to think about like, all right, take a breath, you know, just make sure you're showing the proper way. And, or right. you know, showing a healthy way and not like freaking out or whatever the case is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and so I was crying, but I, I, you know, but I, you know, when I told her, I was like, you know, if, if you have to cry, yeah, you cry,
1: absolutely, you let
0: it out, and you never let that sit inside you because it'll turn into a poison, and then it'll affect everything else that you do. Exactly. And I said you have to let it out and let it out in pop good ways. You want to go find a punching bag, punch the hell out of that, punch it until your knuckles hurt. Right. Until you can't lift your arms anymore. Yeah. You know, or if you need to sing, sing at the top of your lungs. Or if you need to, whatever the case is. Um, yeah. But coping mechanisms. You know, like, you know, ways to get it out and to deal with it and not let it fester in your mind. Because it will. I, right, I, exactly. I, I had to go see, I didn't have that when my dad passed away. I yeah. Didn't, I, I learned good coping mechanisms and I had already lost a lot of people. So I was familiar with death. In a very intimate, well, just very intimate ways, and right. when that happened, though, uh, you know that one hit me the hardest. So I had to relearn how to deal with everything. Oh, I bet, yeah. And as an adult, it's different because up to a certain age, you know, you, you know, the part of the you're part of the brain dealing with the emotions. Uh you know, dealing with your emotions and, and that I don't even think that fully develops until you're uh like sixteen, seventeen. Oh, easily. Or maybe fourteen.
1: Um but well yeah, that's why I say like teenage years is Yeah, where... that's where you
0: start emotionally being able to kinda of more understand more complexly right, exactly. you know, certain things. But for me I had to relearn all that. Yeah. And um you know, so when, you know, uh, fast forward to losing like my grandmother and Laura, I was I wanna I wanna say she was four, five. Four, four or five at the time mm-hmm. um, she understood you know that yeah. I was sad but she didn't really under, she understood that somebody went away but she didn't really understand and then it wasn't until that happened that I was to bring it up be like well you remember when your great grandmother died and how upset I was and yeah. so forth and then we had to kind of I had to reintroduce that and I have her pictures up around the house Yeah. so yeah. you know it, but it was one of those things where it was almost like I was I was trying to teach her proper coping mechanisms but I was trying to remember I was trying to relearn on myself Because you do forget, you know, I mean, it's not like you remember, you you remember being in pain and then you remember getting through it, but you don't, you don't always remember exactly how you got through it. You just, you just did. And I I mean, and not to throw a bleak point on
1: it, but like I, I can speak for myself on this one is there was that one time in my later teens where I almost became numb to so much of that because... We we had just lo- we went through like a few years of just losing friends, mm-hmm. like we we just had these friends die or people that we knew die, and it, it wasn't from anything like out of the ordinary. What you know, I, I can fortunately say it wasn't due to. Well, there were people later, but I wasn't as close with them. But like the people that were closer to me, it was you know, a, ra- a totally random car accident, or you know, unfortunately, you know, illness hit some people at a younger age, mm-hmm. you know, and. Even a few years ago, it, where it kind of hit me off guard was I, I lost a, a close buddy of mine. He was he was just hit his third time with uh, bone cancer. Oh shit! So I uh, yeah. So unfortunately, one of the last talks I had with him was you know he was talking about well you know I've got it. I'm going to start the therapy again. He had just gotten full custody of his 16 year old son when it happened, mm-hmm. and. Uh, that was probably the last one the, I think the last conversation I had with him was, all right, well, we need to get up and do this in the next couple of weeks and blah 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 And he's like, yeah, I'm gonna kick its ass just like I've kicked its ass two more two times prior and blah 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 we were talking about playing music again and then a few weeks later I, I caught wind of what happened and he died. He didn't even get a chance to, to start treatment on the third time. It hit him so hard. so it was rough. And that that was even another one I had to explain to the boys because he would come over to the house. Right. And stuff. They knew who he was. And rather than sit there and have them ask random questions about something later, I I just had to be like, excuse me, more so Logan. Leland was still too little at the time. Because, again, being like three years ago or so, Leland was still technically a baby. But I had to, you know, even explain to Logan, even at that age, like around four or five or so, of just being like, you know, my buddy Scott, he's he won't be coming around anymore because this happened. And, well, Scott had, um, his son Ian had come over with him at times, even though his son was a teenager, but hung out with us and would go play some video games with Logan and do stuff like that. So I had, you know, again, I had to be like, I don't know if we'll see Ian again because Ian's kind of doing his thing. I kept tabs on his son. I did, I have talked to him randomly since it happened. Mm-hmm. But he he's doing his his thing, and I hope he keeps a good head on his shoulders. He seems like he he has a plan. He's finishing school, doing what he needs to do. So, but it, I had to be like so and so is basically not coming around. Or my buddy I shouldn't just say so and so. I just wanted to keep it general. But uh, I was like, he can't come around because. He had, you know, he had cancer, he got really sick, and he died from it. Mm-hmm. You know, it just, it, it, it basically ate him up and stuff. And, and again, even though Logan's like, okay, can I go now? <laughs> you know, kind of thing, but when you... Well, they detect, I mean, depending on he, who they He who knows what's is. going on, because
0: I was, I was visibly upset for like a week right after that and he like, was upset that you were upset but right it wasn't a personal thing to him like they, exactly this person had been talked about so much that they they kind of have had that ex, they've been built it right. up in their mind they already know who this person is exactly yeah and that's yeah and that's a, you know that's and that's important and that's perfectly normal i'd imagine yeah. a kid any kid would probably be like uh so you're good yeah. All right, well I love you. You're, you're, you're not good. you're not physically crying
1: right now or doing anything, so right. Okay, Dad's you know. all right. Yeah, yeah. Mom, Dad's all right. I'm gonna exactly. Yeah, go, get back to doing what I was doing. Right. Yeah. But again, and then that's where I mean we we got to start looking at wrapping up here because I know this. I'm, I mean, it feels bleak talking about this stuff, but it 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 is a thing that must be done. Unfortunately, I mean, it's it's just one of those. It's a trial
0: and tribulation of being a, any parent, any not parent, just a geeky it's, parent, it's
1: not what you obviously when you decide to become a parent or whatever it is on how you do your family unit. It's not the definitely not the first thing you're thinking about of what you'll have to handle as the kids get
0: older. No, but you know that you, but, certain questions that will, will start. But when it happens, and, and, and I think part of
1: where that hits too is that there were. Even the previous generation or some previous generations where it was just like, no, you never talk about death. You don't, you know, you may you may have to say someone died or something. Like my mom even put it in and like this is why I like my mom at times when she gets a little bit blunt about things. She's like, Why do people say pass away? I understand you're trying to be polite. The person died. You just need to say that they died. And she's and she goes, When I die, yes, I know. I I'm sure you guys will be upset. But I just want you guys to have a party
0: a celebration of life right oh.
1: which is which is traditionally what a lot of groups of people did from all across the world you oh, know well, I was to say how very Irish Well more so than Irish Catholic the, the, the Irish are definitely more public about well, listen, it. <laughs> I come
0: from a large Italian family and Irish mixed in too as well as my, my name yeah so uh, celebration of life uh, or not I will say that growing up, There were dozens of people. I mean, once you you come from a large family like that, uh, you're you're a funeral like you know every other six months, or a wedding, right? One or the other, or a christening, Uh, or there's some circle of life, the circle of life, baby. So circle of life, proven right there.
1: (laughs) Yep. But yeah, I mean it's it's definitely not the first thing, and hopefully it's never the last thing you worry about with parenting. But it's it is that necessity of getting your child ready just for life in general,
0: what they may have to... That's going to be one know, of the most important things because that can make or break a person if they don't have the right resources um, or not given the right resources early on to right. cope with something Well and, like and, that.
1: And that's what I was getting at where there are even still so many people out there who just don't know how to process the grief... Because they come from a family or a community of just like, no, we don't talk about it. It happened. You give that quick little line or two of so-and-so died. They were old or they were just very sick. And right. you leave it at that. And you never talk about it again. No, you, you've got to open up about this stuff.
0: And, and sit down with your kids. I'm going to tell you right yeah. now, I have learned that you're going to get the best conversation with your kid more often than not right when they're going to bed right when they're going to bed and mm-hmm. you're at that point where like uh, every parent I know feels this and they're at that point and they're just like I'm tired I want you go to go to, to bed I love you but go to just sleep. Go, to, go to sleep go to sleep go to sleep like,
1: Samuel L. Jackson
0: go the fuck to sleep but joke well, with Lorelai we joke, I always joke around when she's like you know like tickle or like she'll play fight me and, right. you know whatever just just playing around and then she'll be I'll, I'll get her and I'll be like go to sleep go to sleep go to sleep be you know, like <laughs> Iron Man and Hulk right right uh, you know <laughs> oh,
1: I, I know I got that's, it. Yeah, that's I, I our, got exactly what you're. That's, that's our little. Yeah. That's
0: our little. That's our little. Just a little family joke that we yeah. like. Um, yes, but it, when it comes down to teaching your kids certain things, that's that's going to be the most impactful thing because not just somebody passing away or something you love, but anything that's happening that can be a shock to your system. Right. If, if you're given enough of the tools to to know how to kind of navigate your way the best that you can with the right resources yeah. around you and the right love. You know, that's always a big important thing is the support that you have around you. Yep. Um, and for anyone out there who's feeling it and feels like they don't have support, you do. A lot of us have been through a lot of fucked up things. Exactly. Nobody is perfect. You probably have more around you than, than you're willing to see right now.
1: yeah. You're doing, you're probably doing a better job than you think you're doing. And if you ever feel, as what was it, memes and different stuff have gone around, if you ever feel guilty about how you're doing a parenting or worry about how you're doing a parenting, you're doing something right. Yeah. Because if, if you weren't worried about it, something is not going on right. You yeah. know, I mean, it's, it's one of those weird, I don't, I don't even know what, what it is, like paradoxes or whatever phrase, paradox phrase.
0: No, I mean, is. but it makes perfect sense. The more like, if if when it comes to being a parent, if you're freaking out about things all the time and you're constantly trying to figure out, like, all right, well, how can I talk to him about this, or how can I make him right. better? Right? You know, how? What are good ways? Like, sit, like, worrying about that stuff makes you a good parent. If you didn't, you like you said, if you didn't worry about that stuff, that could yeah. mean a few things. But one, either you're dead, yeah, you can't worry about it exactly, um, or at least not on this plane, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, two, you you're not around and don't care exactly uh, so there's nothing for you to be attached
1: you're you're not involved which means you're not doing anything productive with that relationship anyways yes or even
0: worse you are around and don't care um right or feed into that in a negative way however you want to take that exactly so those those are the three you know don't be uh any of those if 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 uh if but I will say that if if you being around would probably do more damage to your kid and and not giving them the right tools to be functioning in life, you should probably stay away. Right, it's the best well, thing for and, your kid. And unfortunately, that that in itself is giving a shit.
1: Yeah, we're we're getting into social services here now at this point. But hopefully, someone is around to notice that because unfortunately, typically, if that's the case, that person doesn't notice what they're doing or they just don't care. Right. So, long so, story
0: short, by worrying about it, you're doing all right. Exactly. And if you need
1: help to worry about it or just, again, we're here. How, you know, whatever feels comfortable, reach out to your community there. I know there are some uh, different groups out there. Um, I know even in our family, we we talk to our doctors probably a lot more than we should. And our doctors are totally cool about it. You'd be surprised what your general family doctor can really help if you just sit there and go, hey, this has happened. And they could be like, totally get it. And, and they're there. Like, it's still a support system. You just have to find what works best for you. Everybody's a little bit different with it. But if you ever feel like you really need help, and I don't want to say if you're desperate for help, but we're here. <laughs> yeah. We, we are here. We may be technically a stranger to you just hear our, our weird voices on a show every so often. But we're here if you really need, even if you just need to send an email or something. Yeah, send an email. You know, let us know. And
0: if keep you it. Have an, an,
1: an, keep it anonymous if you want. If anything you know, that
0: we say sounds, uh, you know, uh, like it means anything, <laughs> if you want us to talk about anything, sure, you could always send in, you know, something that's been going on with you personally, and and you know, we can always go over that. Exactly. I know, I know, I would like to hear more about you know what other parents are going through, except for you know just me and your, you know,
1: right. I mean, we're we're we're, asses. Well, we're, we're we're pulling off what we can. I mean, we talk to the other parents in gy and other friends and stuff, kind of get an idea, but. I, I mean, and, I, and w- I know we always talk about it, but yeah, we really would love to hear from everybody else, guys. So as we wrap up this show, just remember if you want to send in an email, which would be the most anonymous, private way to talk to us, mm-hmm. uh, G-U-I podcast at gmail.com. Email's there. Of course, if you're not worried about keeping too anonymous or just even to be like, Hey, send me a message here or message me on Facebook, whatever it may be. The Geek Father's on Facebook. We have the Instagram still. Again, I've been really bad about that one recently again. uh, So that's my fault. We're on Twitter, at GeekFather1. I I, haven't changed these because uh, adding that S in totally messes up the profile, which is weird. But That's you fine. Know, you know. That's fine. But it, at Geek Father, the number one for Twitter, uh, you know, we'll post the episode and everything.
0: And look, if you have any suggestions and you don't want to email, uh, you want to see us in person, uh, Richmond Comic Con uh, the, at the uh, Richmond Raceway, November twentieth. Yep.
1: November twentieth. Feel free to come talk, and mm-hmm. even, even if it's just to start a uh, start a discussion or just see that we're just like. Every other body else, we are... There's nothing extraordinary about us. We are doing this because... Do you think
0: anybody thought there was? I... Are you assuming, uh, you're mean, assuming people thought that there was? I mean, every,
1: every so often you get that, that rock star sparkle in the back of the brain, kind of thinking, maybe, Well, maybe, but doubt it. I, highly doubt it.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't think we're... <laughs> I don't think other, right. either of us are pretty enough to, for starting. No, well, that's why that's why we do an audio podcast.
1: We yeah, don't do nobody video. has to see our faces. We don't do video. No, what? For better a yet.
0: Don't show. I'm just kidding. Right. Don't show up and say no.
1: Hi. No, come by Richmond, uh, Richmond, Virginia, Virginia, Virginia Comic Con uh, to see us November twentieth. That is at the Raceway. You said correct. Correct. Richmond Raceway. Right. And in general, there, there is another event coming up as well, uh, just to help with. Uh, it goes towards. Mental, even physical health, as well in general, is uh, the the Heroes Assemble convention. Right, and uh, that's going on. Um, I was about to say you have the dates for that one. I oh, I have it right now.
0: Right, Go I have on. it right here in my hands. Do it, sir. It's September eighteenth to the nineteenth uh, at Regency Square Mall, which is uh, near off Re- East Bridge Road. It's over in the Koyakusen west. Quayaksin and Parham. and Parham. Yeah, right. Well, no, I don't think no, not Quayaksin and Parham. I think it's yeah. East, East Bridge Road. No, technically. Te- technically, Starling. Technically, is on the one side mall. Of
1: it. Well, Starling is on the back end
0: because we live over near there. Remember? Yeah. And Parham runs on
1: the other side of it. Parham goes on one side and it's Koyakis, and East Ridge is technically on the
0: other side of Parham from the mall. No, but you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Their it address depends. is East Ridge oh, Road. Oh, Lord. I know. I used to work there when it was a Bullets. It's crazy, isn't It, it makes no sense. Uh, that is weird. Anyways. All right. it's we, there we so, so, if
1: that's on September eighteenth, that means by the time you are hearing this show, get your gear if you want to do a little bit of cosplay. Go check it out. It is happening this, this weekend, weekend yeah. as that's you right. listen to this episode.
0: And it, and speaking of death, coping it, coping with death, and and just mental health altogether, especially when it comes to children, that is that is one of their. That is one of their main goals to promote you, right? Uh, so keep that in mind. Absolutely, uh, you know, and then and go check it out. Um, I'm hoping I'm hoping to uh, to make it there if, if I can. Um, we if, plan on going on for at least part of a day. Um, why do you March. live basically across? I the I mean, street, technically,
1: right? we could walk if we really wanted to, yeah. but I'm not going to. Uh, But also remember that one of the one of our favorite groups there uh, that does some great things is Mason's Toy Box. Will be a part of this convention as well for Heroes Assemble. Mm Uh, and uh, you can talk to Kelly Kesesh. I, I think she'll what be is, there. And what is the group that is putting on Heroes Assemble? What um, geek?
0: Well, well it, it's Geek
1: Wellness Education. I believe right. Is the GWE group. is the right. Is yeah, the that's actual. what I wanted to make sure that we mm-hmm. we also included as well. That the Geek Wellness Education group is uh, put, at the ones actually putting on Heroes Assemble uh, yeah. this weekend. So uh, that yeah. when they are pulling the strings. Yep. So go check it out. At the very least, you're helping some great causes. If you can find, if you need the help yourself, hopefully you find it through a proper channel like that. Any other way, guys? So. You can go
0: to uh, fans, uh, fancons.com events to uh, to check it out. Uh, you know any okay. registration rates, anything you want to donate. I, I don't know if you can donate through here, but I think it'll probably bring you bring you through what you need to do. Oh, for sure so guys
1: there's some extra details for you hopefully there's a little bit extra to not only do for some great support in general for the community for our tribes but also school just started go have a weekend of fun live a little just remember to still be smart wear a mask whenever possible wash those hands everything there one thing i do want to oh i almost forgot again We're getting into spoopy season. Oh,
0: Halloween, baby.
1: Halloween, which means, of course, if you go, when you listen to the episodes or anything else with uh, us here at GY, you go to GYpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Check out all the episodes, like flagship, the precap with Bruce, uh, beautiful disasters just dropped a glorious, fun episode along with from the mouths of madness. That's right. Deeply upsetting. All you know, all of our GUI family are we're still kicking strong. <laughs> but don't forget while you're listening to the shows, click on that link at, for T Public, where you will find uh, certain designs that uh, Hobbit only releases for this time of year. That's right. So definitely get in there. I mean, T Public still has sales just about every weekend, That's anyways. Right. Get those shirts in before the Halloween season really kicks off in a few more
0: weeks. Yeah, support a, a small uh, podcast uh, network for sure. Uh, uh, you know, support uh, support anybody on there. You know, Absolutely. any little bit helps. So go buy some shit. Yep, fucking now. We, we Go get buy a portion it right of it. Now.
1: We we do the you know we use it to recoup equipment, different things like that. I think most of it's been going to charity, though, which is which, uh, we we had which feels more, pretty good. Yeah, we've been working more on the charity circuit, so to say, for mm-hmm. things like that over the especially the past year. Um, I'm also gonna throw this out there at this point now for anybody who either listens or has a friend. Let us know. We're looking for some new design work that we would love to have actually more of an independent artist be able to work on. Mm-hmm. Anything like that we know, especially for a, a lot of groups in there that times are still pretty tough. We, I would prefer to throw a few bucks towards somebody to help us with some new designs for, for the Geek Fathers here. Uh, again, just message us through the normal channels. We'll, we can discuss whatever needs to be discussed. But I want to throw that in general on the episode. I'll post some more on the social media stuff about it as well.
0: On the social media? The hey hey, I post hey. more on the Facebook. What? what, what <laughs> why are you busting my balls here, boy? Well, you're older than I am too. I so am You are. Old, you here. are an
1: old fuck. I am an old old. <laughs> you're
0: gonna bastard. put it on the the Facebooks, yeah, and, and the, the graham cracker the, or whatever you call it, the <laughs> graham
1: cracker. You're looks, the you're the cracker, God, right? So, Goddamn Tweety Bird! Oh Jesus! <laughs> this is a good time to go ahead and wrap up, guys. So, but thank you very much. I know we we've kind of had a, a you know a, as Smash and I do uh, a heavy rambling. The old man tangents flow heavy, but we th- this is what we want to bring to you, and hopefully you can bring um, some of it back to us. We'd love to hear from you again. Hopefully you enjoy. what what we bring to the table, what we're able to discuss. And I promise we will way more geeky stuff, way more fun stuff. But also don't forget, we do got to do this serious stuff every so often. But guys, thank you very much. We love you. One tribe, one community. Just don't forget, join us. Or cry.
0: Coming straight from the mouths of madness, I'm Lowdown. I'm F.U. Hunter. Do you love horror? We fucking do. So this is a podcast dedicated to all things in cinematic horror. We're talking movies, television, composers, special effects artists. We're going to fucking cover it. So if you love horror, embrace the madness. G.U.I. Podcast.com